Hey everyone, it's Rich Bennett, host of Conversations with Rich Bennett, bringing you an exciting chance to win with our latest giveaway sponsored by Tar Heel Construction Group. Get ready to make a splash just by tuning into the podcast. Yes, you heard that right. While you're soaking up our latest episodes, listen closely for a special splash sound. When you hear it, remember the episode name. Here's what you do next. Shoot us an email at podcast at harfordcountyliving.com with the episode title. Each splash sound means a new chance to win. So the more you listen, the better your chances. If you don't have email, then just leave a voicemail from our website at conversationswithrichbennett.com. What's the prize? How about a brand new waterproof Bluetooth speaker? Perfect for listening to our episodes, whether you're in the bath, on the beach, in the pool or on the go. You have until the end of May to send in your entries and we'll announce the lucky winner on June 3rd. Don't miss out on this splashy opportunity brought to you by Tar Heel Construction Group. Dive into our episodes and win big. There are a lot of great podcasts out there. And one of the things that I've been doing is recommending a podcast at the end of each episode. So make sure you stay tuned to the very end because I guarantee you the podcast I recommend you're going to love. What a fun episode this was. Wendy Beck and I sat down with a very young author who has written a book. Actually, she published it during her senior year of high school. The book is The Girl Who Wasn't Chosen. And this young girl is now in college, going to Notre, her and I argued about this, Notre Dame or Notre Dame, however you want to say it in Indiana. Uh, but just to hear her technique about writing and who read it, who, her, who critiqued it for her and everything, it's very interesting. Enjoy the conversation. Coming to you from the Freedom Federal Credit Union Studios, Harford County Living presents Conversations with Rich Bennett. Come on, you're faster than me. Guys. Hey, yeah. We've been Oh man, you already said it. I was going to ask her if she remembered the date. Sitting here today, I am joined by Wendy Beck. And we have a young lady on who is an author. And she wrote, well, we'll get into when she wrote her first book. Um, Her only book so far. She's working on another manuscript now, which... Uh, we'll find out when that's going to be published because I'm going to give her a deadline for that. But we have A.Y. <laughs> Jolin on who writes middle grade and young adult fantasy, right? Yes. I just started writing young adult as well. So. Oh, okay. And your first book, only book so far, The Girl Who Wasn't Chosen. Yeah. Which I want to get into that in a minute. But first of all, welcome and explain the name A.Y. Jolin because that's your pen name. Yes. You already explained it to me, but I love it. When you didn't hear. <laughs> yeah, tell me, tell me. <laughs> yeah, so basically, um, like my middle names are my grandma's names, which are Linda and Johanna. So Jolyn is just smushed together. And then the first two initials are like my first name and my last name. So, yeah. I love the way she says that smushed together. Yes, I smushed them. <laughs> is that the way you explained it to them? You, you smushed them? You smushed their names together? <laughs> No, not the way I explained it to them. Okay. <laughs> so when you, how were they when you, when you told them? They didn't actually, I mean, 
they didn't have that much of a reaction. Like they were <laughs> really. I don't know. I love I, it. It's creatives being it creative. Is. Yeah. So they were probably both afterwards saying. Why don't you put your name first? My name first, no. right? No, they weren't. Okay. They didn't realize it at first. And I think once they got it, they were like honored. They liked okay. it then. But at first, that's, that's I, they didn't. Good. I like that though. Yeah. And, and um, so the book, what grade were you in you when you wrote that? Uh, I wrote the first draft my freshman year of high school. Your freshman year of high school? Yeah. And it was just published this year, right? Yeah, so it took me, like, in January, yeah, so my senior year. So you worked on it for all those years, or, all right, let me ask you, because my daughter writes, so I'm anxious to find out, were you writing all the time, or you would write it, take a break, (laughs) go back, didn't like what you wrote, change it? Yeah, a lot of it, it really is editing, like, the actual first draft took me four months to write freshman year, and then it was just tweaking, editing. A lot of it also was um, I kind of didn't know – I wanted to publish a book, but I didn't know how to publish a book. So a lot of it was, like, stumbling in the dark because mm-hmm. I was the only one in my family that was kind of interested in, like, publishing and literature and, like, figuring all that stuff out. And um, also it was my first time ever working with, like, critique partners and other people. So that takes a lot of time to find people who are actually willing to read my work. And then I had to read their work in exchange. So that'd usually take months at a time. So you joined yeah. a writer's group. Um, I, now I am in a writer's group, but when I was working on the book, I just did it with people online. Like I didn't join an official group, just like random individuals. <laughs> you would just ask people to read it? Yeah. There are sites oh, like okay. where you oh, can hook like up the with wa- it. Wa- None what? Yeah, that whatever it's called. No? Um, I did Critique Match, which is for, like, writers looking for other writers to connect with. Critique Match? Yes. I never heard of that. It is so helpful. It's like a hidden gem. I've never known about it either. Wow. It's good to know. Now, when I, when you told me about being on this podcast, I honestly, like, I didn't really look into what you had written until this morning so am I allowed to say that so I you know so I went and I googled you know the name of the book and I really wasn't sure um what it was about until I read um you know the 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 paragraph that I guess is it on Amazon yeah it's on Amazon Amazon. so I pulled it up and it is the the girl who wasn't chosen is that correct okay and then as I was reading into it it's a fantasy yes ah so I was like this is this is a fictional and fantasy um you know hmm piece and I thought that that was quite interesting so I'm gonna get it but maybe you could give us a little bit of a synopsis about what it's about yeah so I kind of like to say that it's basically a lot of children's fantasy deals with the idea of like the chosen one or being special or having powers and that sort of stuff. My book's kind of the opposite of that, where the main character is a 12-year-old little girl. She wants to go out and like fight monsters and do all those exciting chosen one things, but she is completely normal. There's a prophet who comes to her village and he chooses someone else. He's like, she's the hero, not you. (laughs) And... She basically ends up having to do it anyways, and so it examines a lot, like, the themes of being special and, like, naturally gifted versus hard work and that sort of stuff. I love that. Yeah. Because now, unlike you, I didn't look into any of that because <laughs> I, 
I don't like to. I, exp- I explained this to, I got to say AY, I got to get used to that. I explained to AY before we started, I like to do like Larry King did. He never read the book. I thought it was, you know, about maybe a girl who was bullied and never got picked for teams or whatever. You know, about nope. softball or something. But <laughs> that's what I was thinking. Yeah, no, and I wasn't sure either. So when I looked at looked it up, I was like, oh, okay, this now is fantasy. I'm more interested you know, already. <laughs> it kind of like, you know, I don't know how, you know, fantastical it is with, you know, like compared to like The Hobbit or Harry Potter or that kind of thing. But I almost feel like it's it's got it's going to have like kind of a voice of its own because there's a purpose behind it. And I really like that. So how how, it's a novel though, right? Yeah, it's a novel. So it's not a novella. I mean, how long is it? Um, it's like 250 pages around there. Wow. That's substantial. Yeah. Yeah. To write that in four months is impressive. So I wrote the, basically the draft that's published. Mm. I actually had like a crazy time my junior year where I just scrapped the whole book and rewrote it. So the one, (laughs) yeah, with a whole different thing. It was like the same characters, but a very different world. I hope you didn't throw all that away. No, I, I actually only kept one scene from the original draft. What? I threw everything else out. AY, no, all right, look. I'm not a writer, but I've had other writers tell me this. Whenever you write something, never throw the drafts away. No, I keep all my old drafts. Oh, okay. So I didn't, like, I just didn't end up using it. Oh, okay. And she only kept, like, what, one, that one piece in the actual. Oh, in the actual book. In the actual final book. So who is our hero? What's her name? Uh, Her name's Lita Rubis. And she basically, (laughs) she's basically the middle child of seven kids. So her whole kind of backstory is that she comes from a family where she's kind of ignored a lot or she's mistaken for her siblings. So she really wants to stand out and be special. And that's sort of where the story begins. Seven kids? Yes. <laughs> Do you come from a big family? No, I don't. I just have a little sister. My grandparent, like my grandfather, had a ton of sisters. <laughs> there was like eight of them in total. But <laughs> Was he the only guy? Yes. Oh, poor guy. <laughs> <laughs> Is there any um, audio... Um, book options for you on this uh not currently no not yet <laughs> not yet exactly i haven't done the audiobook yet well the thing is too the audiobook doing an audiobook it's if you don't want to narrate it yourself finding the right person yeah makes a big difference too i had another author on talking about that who she all her books are also in audiobook form kind of introduce you to her too uh <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah, well, she, actually, I think she is coming on to co-host one, so I'll have to send you. I might have sent you the invite. I can't remember. That's okay. I'll look into it. So what was your inspiration for this? Because I, I love the idea. I'm th- when you first explained, you know, explained it, I'm thinking Hunger Games. <laughs> what? what? Well, you looked at me like I'm goofy <laughs> no, or something. No, no, I didn't. You didn't not. think of that? Um, no, because I, I, read, I read a little bit, so... I wasn't really sure. Like I, I don't know what the um, like the the background scene is, but I think of it as fantasy from what I read. Yeah, okay. definitely wasn't fantasy. Hunger Games fantasy, but more like almost more. I don't want to say, but you know, you said the prophet came, yeah. and like I think of it as more of like the Hobbit or something yeah, exactly, like that, yeah. like kind of almost like. Oh. 
I never watched that. That it, type. Well, you know what I mean. Yeah, that I type that, of fantasy. I read that back yeah. in school, but I don't. Well, that type that. of fantasy is what I what okay. I gather, which I think is is unique in itself. So how'd you come up with the name? Was it Lita Rubis? Yes. How'd you come up with the name? I love the name Lita. First of all, um, a lot of it was inspired off of like Greek. All it was supposed to be originally modeled off of Greece. I ended up that was in the original draft. Okay. <laughs> I changed that so it's not anymore. But um, I kept a lot of the names because I liked the symbolism behind the names. So I picked certain names with certain Greek mythology type things. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> Interesting. So with this one, the way it ends, is there a sequel lined up? Um, so I left it on a cliffhanger where there could be a sequel or there could not be. Um, we'll see in the future. Uh, I probably won't do a sequel just because... Well, you have another draft already. That's a different book. Oh, okay. (laughs) Is that with the same genre? Are you sticking with the same type of writing? Yeah, it's definitely the same type of writing. Obviously, I'm a writer where I'm very dependent on the character I'm writing, mm-hmm. and I really like having distinct characters that are not like me and have unique worldviews. So the character of this book is very different, and he's also a little bit older. It's a YA book um, instead of a middle grade book. Okay. but That's young yeah. audience, uh, right? No, yeah. I, I'm, what did I say? Yeah. No, oh, no, young no. adult. Oh, is it young adult? Young yeah. adult. Ha! I was wrong. <laughs> All right, sorry. Ha! I had something right. <laughs> <laughs> so, what was, your, I guess, your main influence on this? Um, Besides the Greek, was it mythology or not Greek mythology? Yeah, I grew I Well, I fell in love with Greek mythology from the Percy Jackson series, like the Lightning Thief, yes. that sort of stuff. Yep. So, this is... Okay. I'd say I love Rick Riordan, so... Definitely, it came from that sort of stuff. And the type of books, I would read very fantasy, adventure, action-packed books as a kid. So it's a continuation of those types of books. So what's your favorite book? The Lightning Thief. The Lightning Thief? Yeah, the first... Is that a Percy Jackson thing? Yeah, first one. <laughs> You're not in your... You've well, read Percy I have Jackson? A, yeah, I have a 17-year-old, oh, so okay. we went through the whole Percy Jackson, yes. you know, series. I didn't realize they were books. I thought it was just a movie. Oh, the movie is so much worse than the yeah, books. The movie, well, you, and they the usually are. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just, I don't think the movie had anything close to the books. Well, how many yeah. books are there on that, in um, that series? So he did a bunch of series, but the main one is five, I think. Really? Yeah. But then he did another series that continued, um, like the series. But I don't remember how many because I read them when I was nine. So I Okay. <laughs> Wow. So what what age group is this book targeted to, I guess? You know, I mean, I know yeah. anyone can read it, but what would you say, like, um, more of, like, an elementary school, middle school? Like, who would you think your audience would be for this? Um, I would say middle school, probably. Okay. I say, like, 8 to 12-year-olds. Basically, upper middle grade, older side of kids, but still okay. kids. Well, I was going to say high school, too, because if you wrote it while you're in high school, you would have to have, I would think, a passion for writing that where, because you're, you edit it yourself, right? Mm-hmm. So you're going back reading it. I would, I would think you have to have a passion for that, and you're already in high school. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> I don't know. Like I said, I don't write. So. Yeah. 
No, I definitely. Well, how old is the main character? The main character is twelve. Yeah. So really? Yes. <laughs> so it is a kids' book geared more towards kids. Oh, but you know what the thing is? I mean, there are. So, I've had a lot of authors on who's written children's books and young adult books, and some of them I've read. And I think adults can learn a lot from them as well. Even the yeah. fantasy books, even if it's a fantasy book, adults can learn, and kids can learn a lot from it. Yeah, well, I definitely do think good children's books shouldn't be written to, um, like, sometimes people try to oversimplify it for kids. Mm-hmm. It should be written as if you're treating the kid as a mature, obviously right. within reason, like no curse words or anything right. like that. Right. But the concepts should challenge them and be interesting to adults as well but obviously i gear my books towards kids so like if my books are also entertaining to adults great but it's more so i want to write good books that are challenging and interesting to kids okay so do you have a focus group your sister <laughs> my sister i dedicated the book to her because she read drafts she was really there with me oh, how old is she she's 14 now okay. but when i was writing it was more in the age group okay did you at least autograph a copy for her? Uh, I think, I think, I don't know. Did you make her go on Amazon and buy her own copy? No, no, she okay. does not. No, 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 no. I don't know if I autographed her copy. Well, she definitely has copies. I think I did. I don't remember. Well, you'll just have to go home and make sure you do. I could always just sign it one day. <laughs> so, so when she finished reading it, what, what, what did she say? Because, I mean, siblings and parents are... Your best, well, your worst some, critic. Yeah. Some, well, it all depends. If they're honest, they can be your best critic, giving you constructive criticism. Because yeah. if the book's bad, and they're just like, oh, that was wonderful. I loved it. And then they turn around like, what in the world was that? I mean, how was she as, you know, after reading it? What did she say? She, the first draft, she was bored. <laughs> really? Yes. Because you didn't name the character after her. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, also, she tends to read the opposite of what I write. Um, I write fantasy action. She likes to read realistic fiction. She's more into romance, drama, that sort of stuff. But She's 14? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> She's into drama, like drama type books. <laughs> Stay with us. We'll be right back. So your next book has to be young adult fantasy drama romance, right? Yeah, I have to put more drama into it, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) But it was very helpful because um, she did read the types of books that I write when she was really younger. um, And it was just helpful, you know, when someone says your book's boring, to know my book's boring. I need to make it more exciting. (laughs) Yeah, especially coming, I mean, because you're coming from your sister who's in that age group that you're writing for. exactly. Yeah, it makes a big difference. Now, jump forward, when you started with the writer's group, how was that compared to how your sister critiqued it? Um, It was good. It, it's interesting because some people are really overly positive, and then I had one guy who would tear apart my book. Mm-hmm. Every single thing, there was nothing I could do to please him, which was helpful. Those are the best people. So um, it was definitely interesting experience to meet all types of people uh the main thing i struggled with 
I think was finding people in the actual age group because a lot of mm-hmm. times the people online I would meet were other writers, which was helpful sometimes because some of them were parents. Right. So that's helpful because they are with kids. But yeah, so that was the main thing I struggled with. And then also sorting through people's bias- biases versus um, what's actual critique. Because critique. Yeah. Right. some people have their own opinions. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's helpful to have multiple people because then you can see if they're overlapping on things, that's a genuine issue. Right. Where some things might be their opinions. Yes. So now you belong to a local writers group? Um, so or are you still <laughs> doing just the online? Yeah, I am in a local one now okay. because my there was a girl I was in a high school writing club and the girl who was the leader of my freshman year, she ended up coming back and making like a writing group for kids at our school. Okay. But it's outside of school, not through the school. So now I'm in that one. Oh, oh okay. So this is all all people around your age. Yeah, this is people actually my age. Okay. Have you actually thought about getting into a, another writer's group which is with all authors all ages um not really i did try that the first time right. at a local library and it was very scary because i was like 15 and well, yeah it can be all these people were like 40 years old mm-hmm. <laughs> and so much more experience I was like, they were so scared. old <laughs> no i'm ancient then me too <laughs> It was just a little bit intimidating to sit well, in a room I think adults. that, you know, you're starting your career as a writer at a very young age. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I wrote a book, um, but it was basically something that just, I, I mean, I, I think I always wanted to do it, but I never pursued it as was when I was young. And then I had a life event that made me go ahead and write the children's book. And so, you know, I feel like I have another one on the horizon at some point, maybe, but I'm older and it's not my main career, obviously. So for you, you're going to evolve in this. Do you know what I mean? The changes that are going to happen over the next 10, 20 years, you know, you're not going to be the same person, the same writer. So that's going to be interesting to follow up and see, you know, how she has evolved, which I think, you know, you're you got an awesome start because it's really self-driven and yeah. um, you. you're not, you know, you're not kind of following a path that's, you know, already in place. You're creating your own path. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations on that. Yeah. Earlier you mentioned that you're self-published, but you looked into professional publishing or whatever you call it. What do you call it? Just publishing? Yeah, uh, publishing. Traditional publishing. Tra- yeah. yeah. So... Why was it that you decided to choose self-published? Um, basically, I'm really into the business things side of things and the technical side of things. I like marketing. I like making books, not just writing them, actually okay. making the physical books. So I liked the autonomy that self-publishing gives you. Actually being, essentially, with self-publishing, um, you have to realize you're signing up for it. You're the publisher and the author so you have to like the writing side of stuff and, and you're the, the marketer and, and the marketer everything, everything. Yeah. yeah and it's so your bu- it's a business it is business and just from my perspective I feel like that was like a whole nother job yeah that was a whole was. world where I got it to the place where like like you it's available on Amazon through a self-publisher and now I'm like now what it's exactly. just kind of like sitting there and I'm like okay that's a whole nother job for me to figure out how to get that kind of like you know a, 
to to move so um yeah i feel like that's a, a challenge yeah. so maybe you'll be in the business side of that as well so now that you are on the you are on the business side of it besides amazon can't where else can you get your book in other words have you well let me just ask you this all right have you approached your school mm-hmm. about putting the book your book in the library there my book is in the library there. It yes, it is. Oh, man, look at this. The, she, man, she does have a business. Wait a minute, are you going to college for business? Uh, I'm going for economics. So, yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Are you a minor in literature or anything? No? No, not really. Did you take writing classes in high school? Yeah, definitely in high school. So, what type of writing classes did you take in high school? Um, I took kind of... My high school's, I took like basically the standard writing classes. And then my senior year, we have a ton of different electives. Mm -hmm. So I took basically a woman in sci-fi type class where we read like Frankenstein and that sort of stuff. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah. Nice. I didn't realize that was a thing. Yeah, my high school is a very English high school. So, yeah, yeah, it's very strong in humanities. All right, so even though you're going to, let me make sure I get this right. Notre Dame. <laughs> that doesn't sound French to me. I'm sorry. Uh, Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Whatever. Okay. So, so even though you are, you're going there for economics, but you still like writing. Yes. Do you plan on, even if it's non-credit, taking classes on creative writing or anything like that? Well, uh, I am taking like a writing class this, my first semester of freshman year. Cause I already know the schedule for that. And then also there's a club, I believe, like a writing club mm-hmm. that I looked at when I was looking at the university. So I'll probably be involved in that. Okay, good. Sort of stuff, yeah. All right, so now it's at the library at your old high school. It's yes. on Amazon. So I'm trying to get the business part out of this. Where <laughs> else is your book? Um, So I, it basically, if you know the Ivy Bookshop, I did a book signing with them. They're, Where's that? Yeah, I never heard of that. They're in like the city, Baltimore City, oh, right okay. near okay. Bryn Mawr, basically. Okay. <laughs> they're a local bookstore. Um, I don't. They haven't told me this, but because my but my books were there, they might have sold out. I don't know. <laughs> basically, the sales because I just sold the copies to them, okay. so now they have them. Right. Um. So they should be available through there. If they don't have copies, they can always approach me. Um. And yeah, I'm working on getting my book into other local bookstores and Barnes and Nobles and that sort of stuff. Um, Do you have a website or Facebook page for the book? I have a website. <laughs> <laughs> I know I was forgetting something. <laughs> um, so I'm not really good at Facebook. I'm trying to learn it. <laughs> I'm better at Instagram. Okay. <laughs> Instagram. Okay, so you do have an Instagram. Yeah. Well, she's got, okay. You have the website, which I want yes, to talk to you about. So tell everybody what the website is. Uh, basically, so I have a blog on my website. It's kind of inactive <laughs> a little bit, oh. but oh. <laughs> I got more focused on writing books than okay. the blog posts. <laughs> um, but I do have some like reviews of other middle grade books. So if people are interested, it's through Wix. So it's like com. You can just search it up. And, and it's J-O-H-L-I-N. Yes, J-O-H-L-I-N, yeah. A-Y, the letter A. And what's your Instagram? Same thing. It's just A-Y underscore Jolin. My Wix site? 
No, there's no way. <laughs> I don't mess with you. <laughs> so wait, how is it? You, all right, you know how to use Instagram, but not Facebook. Well, I Facebook's like, so much easier. Her generation, <laughs> they like Snapchat, yeah, uh, TikTok, Snapchat. and Instagram. Yep. Snapchat's still a thing. Yep. Oh yes, Snapchat is a big thing. Yes, okay. it is. Okay, so you're on Snapchat and Instagram. I don't have a writing account in Snapchat. J O H L I N. But not TikTok. No, not. I have to do TikTok. That's next. Not, that's, uh, you hold off on that uh, <laughs> until everything. Well, I'll tell you that when we're done. <laughs> well, we'll have to look for you on Instagram and check out your website. And uh, like I, 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 I pulled it right up and I could, I'm going to get it on Amazon. So I'm excited. I'm going, I don't know how fast I can get it, but um, I'm going to the beach this weekend, so maybe it could be my beach breed. Oh. Isn't it supposed to rain this weekend? No, At the beach? it's not supposed to. <laughs> she always has to rub that in. It's like, I'm going to the beach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, whatever, I'm just going to throw some sand by the pool. I'll be fine. <laughs> so you're, how's this going to, because you're starting college. College is a lot different than high school. Yeah. So, being able to write is probably going to be harder. Yeah. Because you, with especially going to Notre Dame, because you're going to have classes and homework after homework after homework after homework after homework. Yeah. After I'd... homework. <laughs> Are you going there for what? Four years. Yeah, four years. All right. So, when do you plan on publishing your next book? That is to be determined. I do it's already in the works, though, right? Yes, but I'm not even done the first draft, so it's very, very okay. early stages. I'm trying. I definitely don't want um, the new books that I have to take as long as this one did. And I mm-hmm. think this one really took as long because I didn't know how to publish it, and I didn't know. I'd written and edited a book before that one that was, like, shelved. No, right. bad book. Um but I'd never really edited it as in-depthly as I did with that one. So now I know how to do it, so I'm hoping to do it more concisely. <laughs> now, do you talk to any other local authors, even if they're in there, as you say, 40 or older? <laughs> Just to find out like what their um, workflow is, how they do it. Um, I wouldn't say – well, I've met um, local authors a lot. I guess not local authors. I've met authors through Instagram mm-hmm. and talked to them. I do know some local authors. I don't think I've really had that many in-depth conversations, except with this one guy who came up at my book signing, and he was a parent of one of the kids that wanted the book, and he would actually published children's books, and he was a local author, and he talked to me all about it. Okay. So he was really nice. <laughs> oh, there's yeah, there are a lot out there that, are looking to help young yeah. authors out. Um, yeah, everyone's a lot really on nice. here. They're anxious to help the younger authors because to them it's a thrill to see young people wanting to do it. Yeah, know, and exploring exactly. it. And that's yeah, and that's the question that I have for you. What advice would you give to a young author that you know aspires to have their book published, self-published, or through traditional publishing? Hmm. What advice? I would say. Um, well, my advice is just challenge yourself and go for it. I've never had the opinion that because of my age, I shouldn't do something or because of X, Y, Z, I shouldn't do it. I just figure 
I'll do it. And then by doing it, I learn things and I make mistakes. And that's a good thing because at least I have the experience. It's better mm-hmm. than not having the experience at all. So I guess um, just go for it. Don't let insecurities or things like that hold you back. I like it. Let's take a little break so I can talk about our sponsor, Freedom Federal Credit Union. Somebody asked me a while ago about opening up a business account. They had just started a business, and I told them to check out Freedom Federal Credit Union. Of course, they weren't sure if their business qualified because it's just them. It's a sole proprietorship. Well, guess what? Sole proprietor, LLC, corporation, partnership, nonprofit, organization, club, or even an unincorporated association, you can apply for a business account with Freedom Federal Credit Union. If you're located in Harford or Baltimore County, you're eligible for membership with Freedom. And it's very simple to open up an account. All you need is your employee identification number, a mailing and physical address of the business, and a personal identification for each signer. And guess what? Here's the best part. Guess how much it takes to open up an account? One dollar. That's right. You can start a business account with only one dollar at Freedom Federal Credit Union. I've been with different banks and credit unions. This is definitely the best financial institution I've ever been a member of, and I love it. Just go to freedomfcu.org. Again, that's freedomfcu.org. Look for a branch near you. Go sign up whether you want your personal account or business account or both. It's definitely the place to go to. And they are federally insured by the NCUA. And trust me when I tell you this, it'll be the best decision you ever made. Question I wanted to ask you earlier, didn't get the chance to because I was still had the fact, you know, or in the back of my head that, you know, you can't listen to a podcast because your father listens to it. But, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you... Your parents don't write, right? Correct? <laughs> no. Okay, so what usually, I mean, usually most people, especially young kids, if they get into writing, they do it because, you know, somebody else in their family's written. If they get into music, it's because somebody else in their family was a musician. No, you're nope. shaking your head right. Nobody <laughs> in your family writes at all. Um, so my both my grandmas like to read. Okay. Uh, my sister, now that she's got older, likes to read poetry, which really? is very sophisticated. <laughs> yeah, she's, wow. she bought a book of poems by Maya Angelou, and she was just reading it at the airport. I was like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> wow. Yeah. No, honestly, that's, that's what I, how I always loved reading poetry. Yeah, that's that's cool. I've always been a novel person <laughs> instead of poetry. But So does she want to write? Um, I try to convince her. She's a really good writer. Um. I don't know. She if she does I don't want to speak for her like in a podcast type format. So we will see. <laughs> All right, so your next book if she hasn't told you this already and I'm sure she has is one of your characters going to be named after your sister. <laughs> no, I don't name what? my characters after people. I feel like it's kind of weird cuz what if the character ends up or Naturally, every single character I write has to have flaws and make mistakes. So it's like, I don't want to portray 
but some of my real life. Everybody has flaws and makes mistakes. Yeah, but on a book that everyone's reading about someone's personal flaws, right, I feel like that's a bit. You're, you're too I think that we can have characters that are inspired by people right. in our lives. Yeah, and you're good at little... smushing names together. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think. Yeah, some of my characters take aspects from me and from people in my lives, but okay. I don't deliberately base. Well, characters. she's young. She's got. She's she's just. She's gonna evolve. So yeah. we'll see where her <laughs> career takes her. So exactly. So is, does whose leader remind you of you or somebody else? Um, I know you had to have an inspiration behind yeah. Lita. Lita. So Lita um, is sort of similar to me I'm very shy so not she's very outgoing so not the outgoing aspect of her but she was very stubborn and freshman me I look back on how I was as a 14 year old and I was like I was that person that was insanely stubborn (laughs) um very much like maybe a little too overconfident maybe a little too crazy on the the work I kind of burnt myself out (laughs) as a freshman did you just say you're shy? Yeah. Oh, I'm so shy. Oh, I can tell. She's she's shy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but, I mean, most people, if they're shy, and I've had shy people on here that I it was hard to get them to talk. Yeah. You have no problem talking. <laughs> I don't see you as shy. See, that's so weird to me because ever since I was a little kid, every single thing a teacher has said about me is I'm shy. I'm quiet. The only thing I've been labeled as is that I'm quiet. And then when I wrote the book, um, it was really weird because at my high school graduation, they did this thing where they had one sentence about the person as you were walking up to get the diploma. And I was like, they're going to say I'm quiet or my quiet energy (laughs) is so sweet. They didn't. They talked about my book and that I was like, oh, my gosh, for once, I'm not the quiet person. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, because I don't find you as shy, especially if you're doing this. And you've said you've already done other uh, one other podcast or I've done another podcast. Yeah. And that's something you cannot be shy when you go on a podcast to do, especially if it's video. Now, was the other one video as well Um, or just audio? The other one was just audio, but I did a Zoom call with him, so, like, I saw his face and stuff. Okay. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. And then you came here, and you saw my face, and you're like, <laughs> oh, my God, Mom, why? <laughs> no. Thank you can God say Wendy's yes. here. You can say yes. No, I'm just kidding. No. I'm just kidding. No, well, the reason that she's not shy about this is this is her jam. This is yeah. her topic. This exactly. is what she knows. She has lived and breathed it. So when you when you get to that place, you know, you're not really revealing a part of who you are. It's a part of what you've done. And that yeah. is a little bit easier than Definitely. sharing just yeah. in general. So take it you love writing. Yes. <laughs> All right. Now comes the hard question. Because you're going to be going away for four years to Indiana, right? Yep. <laughs> What is it you want to do after you get out of college? Oh, <laughs> that is the hard question. Um, hmm. I, I'm not sure entirely. Okay. I probably realistically will get like a normal job. I've done like... <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> that always helps. Like, I don't know. Um, I was really 
like I did, I shadowed a vet and I was really into veterinarian medicine. Really? Yeah. So maybe down that path, but we'll see if the writing thing works out. Cause that's really the thing that I'm like, I live, eat and breathe. Like, do that on the side. Yeah. Do until it on the side get, until I get. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. So after college, you want to get a job. Yes. <laughs> that's the goal. <laughs> Continue to write. Yeah. Now, hopefully, you'll be writing while in college. Yes. But focus focus on your courses. That's the main thing. Exactly. Um, because if you don't, and I tell you otherwise, and you start doing bad in college, mom's going to yell at me. Yeah. And I don't want that to happen. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. And Wendy would be like, why'd you tell her to do that? <laughs> no, nah, I'm, I'm joking. I mean, I'm not joking. I mean, yeah, I want you to do good in college. <laughs> Continue all that. Uh, God, I forgot where I was going. I think she's pretty self-directed. Uh, so I think we're I think we're safe to say she knows what she's going to do. Well, I hope so. <laughs> yeah. So 10 years from now. And I know this is a hard question to answer <laughs> so because, <laughs> well, and fresh out of high school, a lot of people – in all honesty, think they know what they want to do when they get out of high school, and it changes. Yeah. It changed for me I don't know how many times. But as of now, in 10 years, where would you like to see yourself? Uh, with uh, the writing. With the writing, probably realistically, I really like publishing, so I'd like to have my own publishing company. Really? Yeah. And keep writing my own books and publish other people's. Wow. But I don't know. It'll probably change. <laughs> you're the fir- I think you're the first person I heard say that you would like to have your own publishing company. Yeah, I really like um, a lot of the critique partners I would work with were other writers. And so mm-hmm. we'd exchange books and I'd edit theirs and they'd edit mine. I liked editing other people's too, as well as writing my own stuff. So. Oh, yeah. God, I got to get you in contact <laughs> with so many different people. Oh, really? Of course, I got to get Wendy in contact with different people too. Yeah. <laughs> no, seriously, because I... And I know I've told Wendy about a friend of mine, Kelly Adams, who she's edited hundreds of books. Yeah. She's written books. She was the chief, make sure I get it right, chief executive editor for Girls Life magazine. That's so cool. She, and now she writes for, I'm going to get the name of it wrong, uh, Guidepost? I don't know. I think it is. It's like uh, devotional yeah. right. magazine uh, or something. Um, but, I mean, just, and she never went to college. For this. Oh. She did write for the school newspaper, but her first job out of high school was at Giant. <laughs> Giant Foods. And then they had an opening for, I guess, marketing or whatever. She applied and got it. But she always loved writing. Um, another one, Danny Petrie, who is an award-winning author, local. She's written <sighs> over 14 novels, I think. Oh, wow. Yeah. Plus, I forget how many novellas. Oh, my goodness. And her story is different than a lot of other people's because she went to, uh, I guess, a convention where all these publishers were. Yeah. And she went and, um, I guess, approached this one publisher, the guy that worked for him, and all these other writers were like, oh, God, the axe man or whatever they called him because he was just, he said he was so mean. And... She's been with that publishing company for 15 years now. Now, the difference between working for a publishing company and being self-published, and this is something I would like to see you do, even with college. If you're working with a publishing company, you have a deadline. Yeah. You have to you know, have a book 
done within a certain amount of yeah. time. Which I think this is where people that are self-published are different. Mm-hmm. They, and a lot of people I've talked to that are self-published don't look at it as a business. And it is. Yeah, you have to look if at it as a business. If you're selling something, it's yeah, a business. Yeah, it's a business, yeah. Um, but I've, I've never heard any of them say that they have put a deadline on themselves mm-hmm. for you know. Well, you kind of have to. Well, in the children's book that I did, I had I hired a, an illustrator. Right. So you know, I had to create these deadlines for yeah. her as well. So you know, you you kind of do, it, but it's really at your own pace. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's it's not someone giving it to you; it's you setting it for yourself. Well, and actually, if your book, did you have an illustrator? Uh, Even for the cover. Well, I mean, there's oh, yeah. no illustrations in the book. Yeah. But the cover itself. I did. Yeah, I hired a cover artist. You didn't do it yourself? You didn't have your sister do it? I am not an artist. I'm not a visual person. Okay. So where where did you find an illustrator at? Um, I forget the n- name of the site, but basically... Not Fiverr? Yeah. It was? No, it wasn't Fiverr. It was something else, but it okay. was... um basically like freelance illustrators and i did a ton of research and did an independent person so every everything that you this found is, this is her cover oh i've seen it oh <laughs> i do look at i did look at <laughs> the book okay. and followed her on amazon thank you um but no I, I like the fact that you know being so young being in high school still you're using these websites for the critique with the exception of your sister. Um, and to find an illustrator, you looked into traditional publishing versus versus self-publishing. Yeah. But you didn't hire, you edited yourself. You didn't hire an editor. No, I did an editor as well, yeah. Oh, you did? <laughs> yeah. So where'd you find an editor at? Um, through Readsy, which is another site. Through what? Readsy, which is a, basically a editor-illustrator site. Readsy. <laughs> yeah. R-E-A-D-S-Y? Yeah. Okay. And they also help because um, there's, like, professional formatting, which some people pay money for that, but I they have, like, a free way to do it. So the formatting in my book is done through their site. And Yeah, it's it's self-publishing has come a long way. I yeah. I mean, a lot of people choose to do that rather than get a publisher because it's if they want their book published, then they can be in charge. So let me make sure I got this right. And that's all through Amazon? Um, the self-publishing part? Yeah, the self-publishing, I published through Amazon. Okay. So let me make sure I got this right. You're telling me that because of Amazon, you were able to self-publish, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, where else can you self-publish? There are other sites, and I'm actually currently, for the next books, looking for other sites. Now, would you be able to sell as much through them versus Amazon? So, you can basically, when you say publish, you're probably referring to printing the books, right? Yeah, so you can get someone else to print the books and still sell it through Amazon. That's what I did. I have a a self-publishing company that helps me put the books together, and then they they helped me get it on Amazon. So oh, you purchase it okay. through the company, which is, it's in Canada. And then you also, and then they make it available on Amazon as part of their package. Yeah. So for me personally, like if someone were to purchase it 
through the pub- self-publishing company that I have, I would get more money yeah. per book than I would through Amazon, huh. but the shipping is going to be more because nobody can beat Amazon for the shipping. So right. yeah. most people are not going to spend $14 to get my you know, $14 book or yeah. $10 book, whatever you want to say, when they can just go to Amazon Prime and get it. So yeah. it, it's, it's, there's some competition there as well. Yeah. See, all this time, every time somebody says they're self-publishing it's on Amazon, I thought they actually did it right no, through Amazon. No, Amazon is not... Forgive me if I'm wrong. It's not the self-publisher. It's available um, on on Amazon. Is that what you're saying? They actually... So Amazon for this book is the self-publisher. Okay. Really? They actually do print books. But I'm going to kind of, I think, do more research to see, like, basically hunt for which one gives you the best kind of right. deal. Right, right. More so. I think I immediately went with Amazon because it was just easier but now that i have a bit more experience i'd and like to see there's a lot of different um ways you can do it you can do print on demand so yeah. when someone orders it then they go to the publishing company or if that's amazon they go ahead and have it printed right exactly. then and there and yeah. then they send it out or you can house them a certain amount in a warehouse somewhere so it's not a print on demand but with self-publishing from what i've learned hmm. you have to pay for those to be there and then you get you know, payment, right. but you're, you're putting the money out. So print on demand was best for me. Yeah. I did also order like author copies at a reduced price mm-hmm. from Amazon because I went around and did like schools and book signings and things like that. So that's easier to just do directly through right. me. And yeah. So. Huh. Man, I'm going to see, I'm learning something new. <laughs> I, I had no idea about all that. Yeah, I'm learning too because I didn't know that Amazon was a publisher. Well, how's that work? Because your book's also available on Kindle, right? Yeah. So how's that work then? Um, I published it basically in two different formats. So there's like Oh, two that's different... just the format. Yeah, exactly. Okay, gotcha. So now the next step is Audible. Yes, that's the next well, when, step. Actually, we'll your see. book, since it is a novel, is it available in hardcover or just paperback just paperback just paperback yeah. okay so with with is it audible is there any other audio books or is audible the main one now i mean i only know of audible but i'm sure there are audiobook services well, i know there's cds yeah. yeah i'm just not, not familiar with the names of them so who all right if you could have one particular person read your book for you know for an audio book who would it be I don't really listen to audiobooks, so I don't have good Well, you voices. listen to podcasts. Well, you could pick an actor or an actress. Oh. <laughs> I guess that depends. Well, she might need to think about that. Who, who would that care? Who would best? Well, and there are some character? authors that rather do it themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The interesting thing I have to think about is, I don't know. I guess I'd want someone who's younger because the character is 12, but then it might be a bit annoying to hear. Like a twelve-year-old's voice. I don't know. Uh, not necessarily. <laughs> not necessarily. It's. Yeah. I think when it comes to, and I li- listen to audio books all the time because I can't. It's hard for me to sit down and actual actually read a yeah. book. But if I'm downstairs working on the computer, I can play audio book. Um, unless it's a children's book, like if illustrations, that audio book won't work. Yeah. That's why I'm glad you didn't put yours on audio book. I've read yours in no time. So. <laughs> Mine's not that long. <laughs> It's like uh, 14 pages. Well, yeah, but it, it was, I could read that in one sitting. Um, but with with the audio book, you got to – it's it's not a matter of just reading it because they have to be able to change yeah. their voice with the characters. 
they have to bring the book to life. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. See, the thing is, I'm, I don't really listen to audiobooks. Well, you have to give it a try. Yeah, I will have to. Because in all seriousness, it's actually it's it's amazing. I listen oh, to books all the time, and you know the the reader. I'm sure that there's a professional name for them, but you know they, they get into character. So yeah, they, they become the characters. Thank you. That's what I was looking yeah. for. And um, it it's it's fascinating. Yeah, it, it makes a big difference. I'm I'm with Danny's book, the, the one I was talking about earlier, Danny Petrie. Personally, I cannot find myself sitting down to read a romance mystery yeah. novel. <laughs> but when she was telling me about this, her last series, which is three books, I was like, oh, I got I to gotta check this out. And she gave me the books, but I, I couldn't read them. So I went ahead and got it on Audible. Oh, man, I got hooked. <laughs> Whoever did the, the voice for it, I mean, the reading was perfect. Kind of weird to hear a woman do a guy's voice. Yeah. <laughs> but it was still good. I mean, just she changed it for each character. And it's like, oh, that, now I got to, after I finish my, the book I'm reading now, Larry King, uh, <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to go to the next book on Audible and read. And I say read because technically. You know, it is, I always wonder too. When I, I said, oh, I read that. Well, did I? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did I read that? But I it's, I finished her book. Which would, if I was re- set, if I was reading it the way my time is, it would have taken me probably a year to read. <laughs> Whereas listening to it, because I would do it downstairs in my office, and then even when I went to bed, laying in bed before I went to sleep, I could listen to it. And I think I finished it in two or three weeks. So. You're like, wow. (laughs) Back in her mind, she's like, God, it still took you that long for it to read a book? (laughs) No. No. Actually, because you like to read. So how many books would you say you read a year? Not as much as I used to. Well, when you used to. Um, When I was, like, little, I'd read, like, crazy amounts. Like, probably, like, well, not crazy amounts. Probably, like, 15, 20. But, like, now I'm. Yeah. Now I'm trying to get back into it because I kind of went through a phase where I like barely read books. Because I've heard of people reading like a hundred books a year. Yeah. I was never that person. (laughs) Yeah. It's, I, you know, it's a dedication. It's, it's something that you incorporate into your life. I personally, I don't have time. That's why I go the audio book route because I can sit at my computer and I can listen or I can listen in the car if I'm traveling. Which Um, I love too. Yeah. So. If I'm not listening to a podcast, which apparently I can't listen to. Joe Rogan anymore because no. you know, AY would just that's her favorite and yeah you know, it, since her father she told her father he can't listen to him anymore. No, because... <laughs> Th- that's what you said when you came in. No, 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 no. It's just because I didn't realize I just didn't realize that it used to be a famous person on like Fear Factor and that sort oh. of stuff and that that's how he knew him. I did. I thought it was just like I discovered. <laughs> Actually, where, how did you do, come about discover Joe Rogan? I mean, for somebody your age, that just seems weird. I, I don't know. I, it just got recommended. I listen. I listen to a lot of weird stuff, like podcast wise. Yeah, weird podcasts, like weird, like. Say news. my name, you're going to be in trouble. No, no, it's no, a no, weird no, no, podcast. No. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I just, I'm like interested in just different types of stuff. 
So what else have you done this summer and age appropriate when you're not off publishing books and, <laughs> and that kind of stuff? What do you do for fun? Um, for fun? Well, this is, this is kind of fun to me. It might not be as fun, but I worked in a kennel. Um, basically, I worked like a vet um, hospital had like mm-hmm. a kennel for summer boarding for animals. So I worked in there and that was really fun. Um, it was a bit like stressful. Like dogs can be very, <laughs> very crazy and bark you a lot think? at each other. Yes. But <laughs> I imagine. But it was fun to work with the dogs. So, so I, I take it you have dogs at home. I don't. No. No, and my parents are getting a cat when I'm leaving for college. They're they're giving your room to a cat. Yes. Wow. It's so rude. They're not even getting the cat until I leave for college. So it's not even like they're getting right. the cat right now so I can see the cat. It's like once I'm gone, the cat will oh, be Oh, you'll there. see the cat when you come home to visit and realize yeah. you have no room to sleep in anymore because it's the cats. <laughs> but it's not the same. So you have no pets at all right now? No. I used to have guinea pigs, and then um, they passed away. And then my sister had hamsters, and then they passed away. So now we're getting a cat because we don't have guinea pigs or hamsters and they won't that'll have you eat have. it. <laughs> yeah, and they won't have me. So, so I, I'm interested now. So with no pets, because I mean guinea pigs and hamsters, I mean, yeah, they're pets, but they're, they're not. Re- yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying. What? Why veterinarian? Um, I like. I don't know. I. I like like the science aspect of things, but and I like being able to, I guess, solve things. And it seemed like an exciting job, I guess, when I shadowed, because it's like um, you're not sitting behind a desk. Like things where you're just right. sitting behind a desk kind of bores me. You're actually out there with animals. But I think I'd be a bit too nervous to do it with people, whereas with animals, I can kind of look at it logically and be like, oh, how do I fix the animal? How do I help the animal? Instead of panicking and seeing right. a suffering animal. Whereas I feel like I would panic if I saw a person. And you know. That's pretty interesting, though, because most people that want to be veterinarians have had pets. Well, I did. Yeah, like on farms or something. Yeah, yeah. and dogs yeah. and cats and stuff like that. I always loved the zoo, and I did a ton of, like, zoo camp as a kid as well. Like, zoo camp? <laughs> yeah, I went to zoo camp. All right, now I got to hear about this. I've never. What in the world is zoo camp? They had um like a camp. I don't. They had basically a camp at a zoo, and it was cool. You could like make pretend habitats and like be with the animals. We got to see behind the scenes stuff. I mean, were you, was this at the Baltimore Zoo? Yeah. Okay. And you were That's camping out neat. there? No. No, it was just like a summer camp for kids. Went there. Went home at night. Yeah, we went home at night. Oh. Yeah. So. so were you able to like go in there play with the reptiles and everything else? <laughs> no, I, I do kind of remember seeing um, like behind the scenes stuff for I think some of the bigger animals like elephants and stuff. Okay. But it's kind of foggy. A lot of it was basically we were in like this shack area (laughs) like a building and we just like learn a lot about the zoo and that sort of stuff and obviously like walk around and see and then they had activities probably yeah okay so you're not like feeding the animals and stuff like that you're not doing that i mean like actually getting in there with the animals and yeah i don't think we could do a lot because we were kids but (laughs) (laughs) 
See, that's what I want. If I go to Zoo Cave, it's like, all right, let me, I want to go in there with the tigers and everything and <laughs> learn how to, you know. I just, number one, you know, that, this is why your parents aren't getting a cat until you leave. Because it's not a regular house cat that they're getting. They're getting. Oh, yeah, yeah. they're getting a tiger. They're like me. They, you get a cat, you get a real cat. Why do you think yeah. they're giving the, the, your room to the cat? My oh. <laughs> tiger now. Yeah. <laughs> Or a liger. A liger. Is that what they're called? I don't Com- know. I don't yeah. know. Combination between a lion and a tiger? Maybe. Yeah, I think that it's can a liger. happen. Yeah. I don't know. They didn't teach you that at zoo camp? No. <laughs> Anything can happen in the wild. I mean, <laughs> yeah. They're they, um, species. No, seriously. Yeah, it's, yeah, they're called ligers. You can breed lions and tigers. Apparently they have. Well, I don't <laughs> well, know. I I mean, really don't. Can, we'll have to Google that later. Yeah. Breed, if you could breed a Labrador and a Poodle. Well, I mean, I think that they would naturally do that in the wild, and I don't think that they do. Like, dogs are not. I don't know. I mean, where do you think? I mean, because even today, they still find new an, new breeds of animals. Yeah, I don't know. I, you know what? We're going to have to save that for another podcast. There you go. There you go. <laughs> so tell everybody your website again and how they can get your book. Um, basically, so through Amazon and um, also through the Ivy Bookshop as well. For my website, it's just A-Y-Jolin, J-O-H-L-I-N, Wixsite.com. You can also just, if you just search like my pen name, A-Y-Jolin, mm. And it'll what's the name up. of the book again? The Girl Wasn't Chosen. It'll come up as well if you just search up that. And it, it's it's a, a fantasy book. It's not about a girl that wasn't chosen to be on the baseball team. Unfortunately not, no. Like me. <laughs> no. Well, I'm excited. I'm going to, when I leave here, I'm going to order it. And uh, hopefully I'll get it by the time I go to the weekend. But if not, it'll it'll be uh, my summer read. Gotta have something to read on the beach. <laughs> Something to read on the beach. <laughs> Ay, congratulations first of all, and thank you for making the trip here too. Of course, yeah. you know it only took thirty minutes. That's good. But what I would like now, when do you leave for college? I leave the eighteenth of this month. Yeah, this month. Oh, you're not even taking a year. You're going right in. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I'm there in a couple weeks. So you're the eighteenth of this month. And when are your parents going to pick up the cat? The 19th? <laughs> probably. Probably. Uh, when, I, when, you, when you finish the manuscript for the other book, let me know and come back. And actually, anytime, go on the website because I'm starting to list upcoming episodes. And if, if you see an author on there that you would like to come in and sit on or sit on, if you would like to come in and sit in that episode, let me know. I mean, yeah. I have no, my thing is I want authors, especially young authors and even some older authors like 25, like Wendy, um, yeah. <laughs> to learn as much as possible because. Well, I think the publishing world has changed. So for all yeah. the self, self-publishing self authors, there's a lot to learn and we yeah. can learn from each other. Well, yeah. not just that, but writing styles and everything as mm-hmm. well, because everybody writes different i mean like when you were writing your book was it on paper or computer computer all computer yes did you back it up yes on two separate drives on what well, i did like a u.s flash drive <laughs> that was it yeah not to the cloud or anything um i had it through google tra- gra- drive Whoa. right which is the cloud yeah, okay so 
Yeah. Okay, because I know a lot of people were just saving it on their computer. Well, if the hard drive crashes, it's all lost. Yeah, no, mine's through an account, basically. Okay. Account. All right, good. You don't like pa- writing on paper? Um, The issue is I write, like, long books. It's very difficult to go back and edit when it's on paper. Yeah. It just makes it kind of a hassle. Whereas with, like, typing it, I can see it. I can make changes. It's a lot easier. With your manuscript, you say you let your sister read it. Yeah. But not mom and dad? <laughs> mom and dad, um, well, I don't know. I don't know if I asked them to, wait. Yeah, my grandparents read it, like, after it came out. Okay. Um, after, after it was already published. I think so, yeah. Okay. But what about before? I think. I'm trying to remember, my grandma write, might have read a draft before, because I was trying to get people to, like, beta read it. But they pretty much read it when it came out. Yeah. All right, so the ones that you were having beta read it, oh, I like that, <laughs> beta read Were you doing it chapter by chapter, or did you wait till you had the whole story finished and ask them to read it? Definitely waited till I had the whole story finished, okay. but sometimes I'd break it up, like, um, towards the end, I started doing like chapter bunches, and then I'd give them surveys for different chapters, so I get more specified feedback. Okay. Sort of stuff. Yeah. And I'm asking these for my daughter because my daughter loves to write, but I think she's been doing it since middle school and mm-hmm. hasn't finished a manuscript yet. <laughs> She'll go from one book to another to another. Yeah, well, that's not really common. If they're not published, um, and I keep telling her I don't want to read them until she finishes one yeah is that wrong no i don't know it could be good okay. to enforce it <laughs> well no because i mean like you you say you waited till it was finished or you were doing it in chunk chunks <laughs> chapters <laughs> chapters yeah no i did wait till it was finished because it's just easier and it's also nice because when the person's reading i can mm-hmm. kind of take a break from the book and then come back with it from a new perspective okay. and like see it with new so i am doing it right then yeah. Okay, yeah. I don't think there's wrong, but... Oh, exactly. apparently there is when it comes to that. <laughs> well, that's a different... That's, well, a, that's a different podcast, well, too. Because she did one... Because she, she went... Uh, took creative writing to college. Oh. And they they had a... Um, I, I, what do you call it? Not a class, but... Um, a workshop? Work, yeah. Yeah, they have. Where you had... They would give you a subject and you had a certain amount of time to write it. And then... You would read it, and everybody would critique it. And she wanted yeah. to read it to us, to me and my wife. Yeah. So she did. And it ended with the woman was sitting on the porch of the farm, and the truck was coming up the dirt road. And you can see the guy's arm hanging out of the car. And that's where it stopped. <laughs> and because she ran out of time. <laughs> I mean, there was a lot more before that. Well, then the, the following week, she read me another one. I'm like, but it was completely there. I was like, well, wait a minute. Whoa. Who was in the damn truck? She goes, what? I said, who was in the truck? She goes, what truck? I said, the one you read the last time. The truck coming up the drive. That was a different cl-. I said, no, that's a book. And I still don't know who was in the truck. I mean, I was, I was that hooked, though. Well, you know, there's... It's, like you said, that's the cliffhanger. Yeah, the yeah. cliffhanger. Oh, my God. Was Lita in the car coming up the dirt road? No, 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 no. <laughs> okay. Well, 
Well, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. uh, And I love your ambition. You should be really proud of yourself. And uh, I think there's going to be a lot of great things coming coming in the future. And the door's open when you want to come back. Thank you. I mean, you can't move in here. (laughs) I know you're going to be looking for a room because the cat's going to have yours. Yeah. But, you know. AY, thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you for having me. Thank you. I want to thank AY for coming on the podcast. Make sure you get her book. I'll have links for the show notes for her website and the book as well. And I got a great podcast for you. It's called The Writerly Bites Podcast with Blair Hurley. It's just a short podcast. It just gives you quick tips to make your writing and your writing life better. And you can listen to the trailer right now. I'm Blair Hurley, and at the Writerly Bites podcast, you'll get my bite-sized tips for making your writing better today, like looking around the edges of a scene and finding the strangest sentence in your story. And I interview authors to get their best tips. Take a listen to Writerly Bites wherever you get your podcasts. If you would like to be a guest on the podcast, or if you would like to recommend somebody for me to get on the podcast, or if there's a topic you want me to talk about, just go to conversationswithrichbennett.com, click the Be a Guest link, and fill out the form, and I'll get in contact with you, and we'll get everything set up. And while you're there, please subscribe to the podcast as well as the newsletter. And check out all my sponsors and, of course, my co-hosts. Please show your support for all of them as well. Until next time, my name is Rich Bennett. Stay safe. And thank you for joining the conversation. So I'm sitting here with Michelle of Align Rehabilitation, and she is really growing and has something coming up on May 3rd. On May 3rd, Align Rehabilitation will be having our grand opening of our brand new physical therapy facility. Um, We are directly next door to Real Life Prosthetics, who has also expanded their uh, lab as they they build out their prostheses. Um, So May 3rd is grand opening. I invite everyone to come tour both my brand new facility for physical therapy treatment, as well as um, see what Real Life Prosthetics has done with their new lab. What time is it? It's 11 to 2, and then the ribbon cutting is at 11.15. And what's the address? The address is 3435 Box Hill Corporate Center Drive, Suite C, Abingdon, Maryland, 21009.